This is SAFM Sport. Sport on on SAFM. Good evening, it is Sports On with me, Lebo Mutswedi, and I am t- standing in for Tabiso, who's out at the Cricket World Cup. But bringing it back home to tonight, we do have a very exciting and packed show lined up for you. And of course, it just wouldn't be right if we didn't speak about the Comrades Marathon because it was a great weekend for South Africa after Edward Mutibi and Gerda Stein both won the 2019 Comrades Marathon in the men and women's race respectively. Gerda, of course, breaking a 13-year-old record of Russia's Elena Nergalieva. That was 609.24 back then. And she stopped the clock this time around in a sensational 5 hours 58.53 seconds that's under six hours we will be definitely hearing from her a little bit later alongside Mutibi who hails all the way from Mahikeng on winning his first comrades marathon it has really truly been an amazing year for Khada because she also won the two oceans earlier in this year absolutely love her energy on uh, on the road as well I mean she went past me on the 63 kilometer mark and I'll tell you exactly what she did and I couldn't believe someone going at that pace still has the energy to do that so an incredible athlete but there's also another story that uh, caught my eye from this coming this past weekend's Comrades Marathon, and it has to do with the amputee Comrades Marathon runner Kolani Luvuno, who ran the grueling race on crutches and allegedly completed 82 kilometers. But according to reports, he wasn't allowed to go into the stadium at the finish line to avoid controversy over whether he should have been running in the first place. And so we thought we'd we definitely get his side of the story. Uh, that's Kolani Luvuno about his experience this time around because he did the Comrades Marathon just last week. But we also reached out to just uh, to the Comrades Marathon themselves to get their side of the story. But they told us that they were not uh, talking at the moment and if uh, that is their stance and their cha- their stance uh, we'll have to leave it at that and respect their position at the moment so I'm pretty sure as a developing story you'll hear more uh, from the Comrades Marathon. We're also going to uh, go all the way to England that is to speak to SAFM Sport on presenter Tabiso Musia. After the Proteus fourth game against the Cricket World Cup uh, against uh, West Indies, that was washed out when South Africa were on 29 for the loss of two wickets. That was from 7.3 overs when rain stopped play. I know a lot of other South Africans were happy with that one and uh, the fact that we at least got a point. So we'll chat to the man on the ground himself. Tabiso is out there just to give us the latest. Remember that the lines are always open throughout the show and the number two dial is 0891 104 or do send through your voice notes via WhatsApp. It's 0614 Also keep those SMSs coming on 40938. Lines are open throughout the show, of course. You can also engage with us on social media platforms. It is hashtag SAFM Sport On. Good evening, South Africa. I am Lebo Mutswedi. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. You are listening to SAFM Sports On with me, Lebo Motswili. I am standing in for Tabiso, and he's out at the Cricket World Cup. We'll be touching base with him shortly. But first, uh, I did get to speak to the Comrades um, winner of 2019. That's uh, Edward Mutibi earlier on, just to give us his thoughts and the excitement he was showing regarding his family and so forth. And he's win at this year's Comrades Marathon, and this is what he had to say. Yo, it's in a hell of a, I can explain it like I've been getting called 
uh, left, right, and center. The other, I have got some missed calls and everything has been hectic for me. And I've never slept or right even yesterday. Now, you say yeah. that you, you were also targeting a top 10 finish, but yes. you obviously ended up winning the race. What would you say uh, worked for you during this, the race this year? I mean, having come fourth uh, the, in the previous uh, occasion that you took part in the Comrades Marathon. Yeah, coming first was never on my plans, but coming on the top 10 was on my plans. But you must know that if you're planning to, to run a top 10, yeah which means you are planning to be on the winning side and then you have to be a winner by that time. So, which means you have to give it all. So, I gave it all and then I ended up winning the race. But when did you know that you had a chance to go all the way and win it because oh, Bongmu Tembo was literally breathing down your neck? Only after I climbed onto the top of the position. That's when I know that. Oh, oh, oh is it so? So this is a, a good seven kilometers left at the top of Poly Shorts. At the top it's of Poly Shorts. Kilom- yeah, it's seven kilometers or yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. But it actually, when it's going a little bit, it's actually seven kilometers. Yes, yes. Yes, then it's not a crucial like the other ones. It's mostly down and slightly up. Mm. So I know that I have to go all out when I run those stretch. So, how tough was it for you to shake off Upong Musa because you literally finished only 25 seconds ahead of him? It was a tough race. It was a tough race for me. To run next to Bongo Musa was, when is the guy going to make a move? When is he going to move? Is he going to make the move now or <laughs> what? So, I keep on saying, ah, as long as I run this split, I don't think he will go and run more than that, he will just maybe add by two seconds or something. So we kept him going neck to neck the whole way. So what was, I was when it was the race was getting like the kilometers was getting close by close finish. We, like we approaching the finish bit by bit, fifteen k's, nineteen k's, fifteen k's. Then we start getting nerves. Like, what is gonna happen now? When is the guy gonna make a move? Because even if when the time he makes a move. He makes the move around when we we're going down to Little Poly. Then that's yeah. when he starts going. Then I thought, nah, that's the end of me. I just keep on coming on my constant face. And then that was it. But again, caught him. I don't know if I still, it was, it, it was on the middle of Poly Shot or what. But what I know, it was on the top of, it was on the Poly Shot. And then I passed him there. And then that was it. That was what. Time when I told myself once I go to Bongumusa, yeah. then I'll have to just past him, and then I have I don't have to look back. I must just keep on going. That's what I did. I mentioned earlier that you finished fourth in last year's race. I'm sure yeah. at the top of your mind going into this year, besides the top ten, was that you just wanted to get a better time at this year's comrades than you did last year. It, for this year, it was not about a. The time, mm. what time I'm gonna run, was so the about the the gold that I want to get into top ten. Mm. But yeah, I didn't want to know where I'm going to finish on the top ten. Even was I was tenth, I was gonna be very very happy about it. But like I said, the the the, the win is a bonus. Why hadn't you been entering the comrades? I wasn't ready. Ah. I needed to build up first to come up to the to the house.
can just come and jump the other ladder and start studying at the uh, at the bottom. You must start first down and then go up. Mm. That's what I did. So I build up firstly. I go to the uh, speedworks. We did the marathon, half marathons. We did the marathon, and then we did the ultra. But the ultra was the two oceans, mm-hmm. and I remember I did uh, even Omdidam, which is a 50 kilometer. Yeah, that's what I did. So I build up with those. Even my training was my, and almost of the time was uh, we, we we keep on eating kilos every time, every year. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So it was more easier for me last year to run, to switch easily to the comrade marathon. How important is that foundation uh, of pacing yourself physically and mentally by taking part in the likes of the Omdi Dams, the Two Oceans Marathon, before you can embark on a comrade's marathon? Yeah, it, it takes a lot of uh, dedication. Uh, mentally, you have to be fit. You have to sacrifice everything. You have to give all your best on everything. Now, Edward, let's talk about the people of Mahikeng. And <laughs> <laughs> you dedicating this win to Batubako Mahikeng. What is yes, the reason I, behind that? It's because that's where I grew up. That's all where everything started when I was still at high school or when I was still running from my primary, my childhood. I started in my game and I started from the primary going up to the middle school to the high school. I was in my game. They mm. used to uh, always see me on the road, stuff like that, and then cheer on me. Like, to take this and dedicate this to my system people because of that's where all the talent comes from. I grew up there. I did all this from my kids. And was it always your dream to win a Comrades Marathon? It was never my dream to win a Comrades Marathon. Really? I never thought I would just run Comrades. I hated to <laughs> run it, but I liked to watch it. I like that. You hated to run it, but you enjoyed yeah, sitting no, at home I... watching it in front of your TV uh, on SABC1. <laughs> Yeah, everything works up on the plan. Everything works up on the plan. So uh, we start firstly on the track, we start up first on the world, and then we keep up on building up. Like I said, I end up now, my coach telling me, now you are now ready for the comedy. I even, I was not even sure, I now, coach, I can't do that. I keep on saying, coach, I can't, I can't run comrade. He said, but you can, because you're finishing two portions with these times, if you can add up these times and do this and then you will make it as a no push. I doubt myself of that. Then I end up saying, okay, let's, let's try. So it was just about to try last year, like, where am I going to finish? Then we tried it. And then I thought, no, last year I was going to run probably 5.59 or 6 hours. That's what it was. But I have to start first preparing properly. Tell me about your family, the importance of having your family at the moment. Has all the effort that you put into running paid off in the end? It really paid off. It paid off. And you must know they are always supportive to me, their wife, especially because she's always there alone with the kids when I'm out training, doing this, coming late nights from the competition, coming late from the training. Uh, getting up early on the morning to mm. my run. 
stuff, and then leaving her alone when I was going for the gym. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine that you go and meet somebody for six weeks, or some people, it's not just six weeks, they took two months, some of people, and then leave their uh, loved ones behind. So I'm sure That's it was really important then and proud to share that yeah, moment, yeah. Maobani, yeah, with yeah, the family, yeah. with your daughters yeah. in KZN. Yeah, they only because we don't believe it. I say, uh, since the last time I saw my children was uh, before the end of April. Sure. Whole, I didn't see them for six weeks. And then right. I only saw them when they come to the, our team hotel where we were sitting in Omshanga. They only came there. Friday to see me. That was the time they see me. And they didn't sleep there and come to their own hotel. So that's the only time I joined them was yesterday when I joined them at the hotel that night. And I can imagine this must have been quite difficult for you because yeah. you are a family man. Yeah, it's difficult because you get calls and children doing this and can we help with this? Can we help with that? You know, all those stuff and then. So, you know, the mother sometimes gets stressed because mm. of the child. Yes. And so I have to keep on uh, being strong and she must be strong even if I'm not there. She must take care of everything. Edward, uh, your uncle, William Mutsumi, says he convinced you to take on running because essentially, you wanted to play football. I was doing them both. Chisa. I was running on the other side. You must know when you are still a kid, you... We do many things. So I was playing a soccer and I was good on soccer. So when you're growing up in the, in the villages, there's no such facilities where you will end up being the next Helmel uh, Mukelel or whatever. Because that's mm. when we bring up, we call, we call each other by names. So there was no way in which you know that you're going to be selected or something. But I was, I was playing a good sport. And then on the other hand, I was running. So I end up choosing running because of I start seeing like if you grow up in the villages, you start seeing the towns. That took from you if you grow up in the village and you go to, to Cape Town, it's something amazing for you to see the, the the ocean and stuff like that. So I start seeing those things because of through my running. So with football we only play at uh, the villages and you go to the next one and that's it. You don't see anything. But with this one, I saw many places that I didn't see. So I said, no, I will follow this because of I can see places. And Edward, before we let you go, what is next for Mr. Mutivi? Right now, the coach and we have never, we never put anything right now. All I have to do is just to go down and rest a bit. Then probably after a month, we'll come up with something. What a great athlete the uh, the Comrades Marathon winner, Edward Mutibi, is. Now joining us on the line, it really does give me great pleasure in welcoming Gerda Stein on SAFM on the line after smashing a 13-year-old Comrades record. Good evening, Gerda. Welcome. Hi, Lebo. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Look... Not only are you a comrades champion, but you are also now a record breaker as well. You must really be tired, I know, but rather ecstatic. Yes, I think they are nowhere to describe how I feel at this moment. Uh, every time someone comes up to me and say, well, you smashed the record or something like that, I just have to like 
take a moment to realize that it's actually me that they are talking about. Mm. So yes, I'm just, I'm super, super delighted and I feel so blessed. Had you ever considered or the record as a target before the race? Um, I think during training, I mean, my training went pretty well. I, I managed to put in a, quite a big block of training, even between two oceans and comrades. And I think I managed to improve even my training, my, my form, my fitness a little bit between the two races. So, yes, I had it in mind. I was thinking about the record. Um, I was saying for a long time, I think the record is, 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 is you know, it's possible for me to break a record. But um, I promised myself that I won't be thinking of that on the start line of mm-hmm. the comrades. I will only start thinking of the record if I get to halfway in a certain, in, 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 in the shape that I wanted to be and um, in, on pace that I wanted to, that was possible to break the record. And yes, that's exactly how it played out for me. Gerda, and what would you say worked for you in this race, uh, this year's race? Because you didn't only break the record, a 13-year standing record, you broke it by more than 10 minutes, which is something extra special. Yes, it's uh, very, very special. I think, um, you know, winning was my was my first goal. Breaking the record was uh, if, you know, it was, if there was a question mark there, um, if, if the day turns out well, if everything goes to plan. But uh, going a bit below six hours, mm. is honestly, like, it's a dream come true. And I was speaking to Cheryl Wen earlier today, um, who is also a previous winner of the Comrades Marathon and also the chairman of the Comrades Marathon now. And she was telling me that it, it's quite interesting in the history of the Comrades. It's, they often see the marathon not only being broken, broken but actually being smashed with few minutes just flashed off the time so it's it's actually very it's it's humbling and it's it's i feel delighted to be uh to keep the history going <laughs> all right give us a call on 089-0891 rather 104207-0891-104207 drop us an sms on 41391 41391 or a voice note on 0614-104-107 we do have the champion of the women's race who's done all sorts of record breaking uh, run this past weekend yesterday so to speak but we also had over 20,000 of you guys taking part at this year's Comrades Marathon so perhaps you want to share your experience with the champion herself on the line give us a ring send us an SMS or a voice note what was the experience like for you over the weekend um, just going there from Friday experiencing it for also for the first time for many runners now Gerda what was the strategy really going into the race Um, especially looking at the weather conditions I I did see the day before when we were rehearsing on the Saturday uh, Nick was talking take took a video along the route and say these are perfect conditions uh, for to for a fast run because it wasn't too too hot the sun was out and it was nice and cool very cloudy as well what were what was your strategy then going into the race due to the weather conditions uh, yes, I was looking at the weather close to the race, mm-hmm. um, but uh, to be honest, I just had the whole time during my training, I just had a feeling that the weather will be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just had a feeling. I, I mean, my training was done in fairly cold temperatures, 
Yeah. Which is probably, if you look at it, it's probably not ideal if you're preparing for the Comrades Marathon. And a lot of people deliberately do training mm-hmm. when they prepare for the Comrades Marathon. And I never really focused on it. I never did um, specific training or training in the middle of the day to prepare myself for that. But even knowing that, consciously knowing that I haven't done any training, I, I never felt concerned or worried about it. So I don't know. It was just something I just had to see that we are going to have good weather. And, I mean, I could have seen, I could have been standing here today and saying I had it totally, totally wrong. But on the day, the weather was amazing. We had cloudy weather for most of the way. And only later on when um, we got into uh, myself, when I got close to Peter Marisburg, the sun came out. But then again, we had a nice breeze, which cooled me down. So... Uh, it was a very, very fortunate day, and I think especially for the record, it was just one of those many things that played really into my hand on the day, so I can only be grateful. But it was only when I crossed the finish line and later on that I realized that the sun came out and yeah. uh, I was thinking of the, the rest of the field that maybe it would have suffered in, in the heat, but I was fortunate enough to get really the, the best way that I could have asked for. Absolutely agree. Let's go to Polokwane and hear the thoughts of Eric tonight. Eric, good evening. Welcome to SAFM. We do have the Women's Comrades winner, Khardestein, also on the line. Your thoughts? Oh, good evening, Leo, and also good, good evening to Kharda, mm-hmm. the champion. The champion, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, first, I would love to congratulate Kharda um, for showing that indeed we, we do have people who are capable, particularly women who are capable of outrunning an athlete from from outside. She showed that by also breaking the record, the 13 years 13 year record, mm-hmm. of course. Um, the other thing that I also want to say is that um, I think Medbank um, Club has showed that they are capable as well. Yeah. I've seen many, many athletes who came in, in came within top ten are from NetBank. So I'm saying um, high five um, to to Nick Best and the team. To, to Nick to Nick Best, I am. All right. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a champion. He's still a champion to me, um, and will continue. I'm I'm encouraging to con- to continue producing more herders. Uh, and more and more this guy motivates of, mm. of because I've seen that I had this commentator really saying that um that was by the time when um, um Mutivi was still behind uh um, this Bong Musa yeah. the riddle said um Nick Besta has offered some advices to, to Mutivi. Then that's uh, immediately after that I saw Mutivi uh, running running past Musa. And then I realized that this man, uh, Nick Best, is, is, is a champion. He's definitely, he's definitely a, a, a brilliant uh, coach. I haven't run under him previously. I'll tell you about my comrades' experience, Harda, uh, from uh, being trained by Nick Best. But let's quickly hear the thoughts of uh, the people that have sent through their voice notes on 0614104107. Hello to all the SAFM. And the listeners, it's Max from Jamiston. Well, I would like to say congratulations to 
the winners of Comrade Marathon, um, we really pride ourselves. They have, um, they have uh, represented us. That is not a child's play. We are, we applaud them for their brave, um, for their braveness and for standing up and uh, representing the country as a whole. All right, thank you very much for that voice note. Gerda, let's talk about uh, Nick Bester, the team that you train under. I mean, I had the, the, the privilege of chatting to you before your two oceans, after your two oceans, yeah. and the training regime that you go through. Just give a, a, an insight of into your training regime. I know about it, but the listeners definitely don't understand what it takes to train for the Comrades Marathon and then go on, besides the 13-year history, be the fastest woman ever on that uprun, dipping under five, under six hours, which is an incredible run. What does it take in terms of training? Yes, uh, I think um, my training uh, for the listeners is maybe not be um, aware of the way I train. Um, my training is sometimes a lot diff- it's a lot different to your average um, ultra runner and maybe any athlete. Um, I prefer doing my training um, as I mix I, I my training up quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't only run, I, I do um, also cycling and some swimming and hiking and gym work. I do all sorts of cross training, um, uh, yeah, besides from running. And I find it just pleasant and I find that it keeps it interesting for me and it keeps it challenging. I know that running is, is my strength and I do focus on that. Um, but uh, other, other training methods keep me, keep me interested and I just find that I don't lose any fitness if I, um, you know, mix it up with other types of training. And uh, I think a lot of athletes are scared to try this and they are scared to, to lose the kilometers that they mm, run um, mm. and change it, um, you know, exchange it for hours on the bike or hours in the pool. But I find that it really works for me. So I also training under the guidance of Miss Bester, like mm. you said before, from the Net Bank Running Club. Um, he is an amazing mentor to me. He was known for his uh, uh, achievements in not only winning the Comrades Marathon, but also in Ironman and other types of training. And uh, I think I learned a lot from him. Uh, he showed me that it's possible to, to keep, the, keep you injury free by strengthening your entire body, body and uh, um, having more uh, holistic view on fitness rather than just counting the kilometers you do per week. And I hope that it can also just, uh, I can show to other athletes and to the other 20,000 other marathon, Conrad's marathon runners behind me that you don't, you, yeah, you can stay in free without, uh, you know, just doing uh, alternative methods. And yes, it, 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 to be honest, it's yeah. a pleasant way of preparing for the comrades because, there's so many other challenges out there and, and it just keeps it interesting and I love it. I love the way I train. I love yeah. the nice methods that you give me. Um, my training for, for, for running is, is very intense. Uh, I tend to focus more on the quality rather than the quantity and 
it keeps me on my toes. Uh, every uh, other training session is very challenging for me, and it does um, challenge me in many ways, but that's not where my training stops. All right. Gerda, uh, let's leave it there. And just in case you were wondering uh, what I was referring to, Gerda, you went past the 63-kilometer mark. It was the celebration zone. And as you went past, I screamed your name. But I don't know I, how you, you giggled and you laughed and you continued running. Obviously, everybody's going, is making a noise. I screamed, Gerda. I took a video. I'm like, Gerda, there's my friend. Oh. I was super proud of you. I'm so, so proud of you, Gerda. Thank you so much. And a big congratulations. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And all the support I get, it, it really, really carried me over that finish line today, uh, yesterday. It feels like I did this with the support of an entire nation. And I just, it gave me wings. And I am just so humbled <laughs> by this achievement and so proud that both the women and the men and were proudly South African and we brought it home uh, where it belongs. Thank you so much. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much. That was Kharda Stain. The incredible run from her yesterday was really uh, something to go into the history books. And now we're moving on to another story that also caught our eyes from this weekend's Comrades Marathon. And it has to do with an amputee uh, marathon runner, Olani Luvuno, who ran the grueling race on crutches and allegedly completed 82 kilometers. But according to reports, he wasn't allowed to go into the stadium to at the finish line to really avoid anything controversial over whether he should have been running in the first place. And today we decided let's have Kolani on the line to speak about his experience at this year's race. Just uh, throwing forward also the fact that we have tried to reach out to the comrades themselves to get their side of the story, but they did tell us that they're not talking at the moment and they will be speaking to the media with regards to this story, perhaps at a later stage. But for now, let's welcome Kolani Luvuno on the line. Good evening and welcome to SAFM. Kolani? Hello, this is Lesbia Gunjani. Ah, I'm Pila Manwenonjani. Hey, I'm good, so I'm nothing, oh. just small recovering. Awesome. Explain to us and those that have never heard of your story, what happened over the weekend, yesterday in particular, at the Comrades Marathon? Yeah, first I want to say well done to her, that this lady who finished to talk to him. When she passed me, say, well done, come on, Colani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this comrade for this year for me is another way you see. Now, I don't found the entry for this year because of the things about last year, all of the things because last year, comrade marathon and South Africa people, they talking too much about comrade. So this year, they didn't want to allow me to run. But for me, I just say, um, comrade marathon, when if you run before, if you start that comrade, comrade marathon is an addiction. I told them, I wish just to make, but I don't want to take a medal because the problem is, they say to me, Colani, your number is for 2018. Mm -hmm. This number is not for 2019. Now it's 20. But I say to them, I talk to you, most guys. Maybe January, I talk to you, February. Until May, I talk to you. So you don't answer me. Tell me something. You make it your own. Yeah, yeah, carry on. Yes, I tell, because I'm in the started. Past ten, he said to me, "No, no, no. As we don't enter to your team, just make it your own. We don't care what's going on on the road." I said, "No problem. What's going on on the road? I have a, for I have a four cars that they all escort me. But I start at half past eleven. But when I make thirty-five kilometers, 
the cops, they're coming again. The cops, they say they found a call in directors of Comrade Marathon. They say they didn't want the car on the road. So I supposed to get out of the road. But I told them, ah, man, I wish just to make, I, I wish to feel the police shot. My mm-hmm. aim only to feel the police shot. But now, that, that, the, my, the guys I walked to them yesterday, because my father, Mr. Einfender, is not the, that white guy who used to help me. So the guys, they say, no, Kolani, us, we leave you. I said, no, guys, no problem. Me, I'm going on my own. No matter it's dark, no matter it's black. But that cop, they say, run on the because there is a car. But I say you said most no cars. All right. Tell me, tell me something, Kolani. You didn't enter the the Comrades Marathon. You didn't qualify for the race. For me, I, I qualified for the race, but for me, they say no. They didn't allow me this year. I don't know what's going on. Cause which which day, race? Which race? How drama. did you... Tell, tell me something. Let's, let's leave the drama aside. We're trying to unpack the story. So you actually qualified for the race, for this year's race? Yes, I qualified for this year's race. So why were you running with a 2018 uh, number? Because once you qualify, then you get your 2019 accreditation. Because they didn't want to give me, I don't know why, because I said to them, I want to start in half past 12 midnight. So they say, no, the race started half past, half past five early in the morning. Did you apply for the special application? Yes, last year I applied for the special application. They give me, but this year they didn't want to give me. How did you qualify for the race? Me, I talked to them last year because I'm that type of disabled and I make with the crashes and I don't have a knee. So last year, when we talked to them, they say no, there is no problem about me to qualify with seven hours. But this year, they didn't talk that thing now. So you didn't qualify for any particular race. What did they say then? Then, for this year? Yeah. Uh, this year, they say... I supposed to qualify norm, with a normal time now. They didn't make that application that is special for me like last year. I supposed to qualify with, to another people and I supposed to start with the race with another people. Actually, this year they didn't want even to talk to me. So last year you were allowed to run because you had a comrade's number, even though you didn't enter the qualifying process. Yes. And this year it wasn't the case. This year, this year they didn't want to make it because they say last year they found too many grammar about my name. So they didn't make for me. All right, let's go to Edenvale, uh, get the thoughts on this one. We are chatting on the line with Kolani Levuno, who took part in the Comrades Marathon, and he was on crutches but was then uh, taken out so that he doesn't go through to the stadium. And uh, we have reached out to the Comrades Marathon organization, as things stand. Eddie, in uh, Edenvale, good evening and welcome to SAFM's uh, SAFM Spot On. Yeah, thanks very much, you know. I'm actually disgusted with the comrades organizers that they how they've treated Kalani. I mean, it, it's it, this man is a hero. Mm. And last year the way they treated him too, I, I think he, he he completed it in, in 15 hours. Now they said they wouldn't give him any special award or anything because he didn't actually qualify and so on. But I say they should they should print a special medal for, for him. I mean, what he's done, 
is, is probably just as meritorious as someone winning the comrades. Just to run like that, I mean, yeah. the, 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 the pain that the, 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 our hero must have suffered on the road. So I don't want to take up any more time. I just want to say to him, he's my hero. And I'm quite emotional about it. I, 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 I just wish that you people in the media could take these comrades people to task. What, what ill feeling after what this man has done for where he's come from, how he's built his life up like this. And I just couldn't even imagine running five kilometers like, like what he does. So it's absolutely disgusting. And I hope, and, the, and, 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 and those comrades organizers should be ashamed of this Right. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you very much. That's uh, Eddie's views from Eden Bell. Remember, you can weigh in on the matter on 0891 uh, Your voice notes on 614 or an SMS on 41391. We chat into Tolani, who was doing his second comrades marathon. Tolani Luvuno was uh, uh, then taken off. There were police that were involved in um, because he couldn't go through to the stadium and, and get his medal and he's giving us his side of the story now um, you're saying you were allowed to run last year because you had a comrades n- number and you didn't qualify the same process that you wanted to follow this year around and you were not allowed this time around did they say to you why uh, they didn't want to talk to me so even me I, I, I don't have that power to talk to them so I said I, he saw me on the race with that last year number so that guys, when they saw me in that last year number, they want to take me out of the road. But I told them, I, I just making because you know, Comrade Marathon medal, it's not like a big medal for me, just to be inside the stadium to feel with another runner. So he said, no, 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 I don't want to talk too much to you. Just go. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you, how did you react to your special application being denied? Did you understand that there there are rules, or do you think that they should amend the rules for athletes with disabilities? Uh it's Mr. It's Mr. I who make an appointment for me. Another white guy he ran the comrade marathon. That guy he helped me. He found me on the street. It seemed helped me, but this year is not here. So mm-hmm. now that's why I, I I tell myself I want to make with my own. No matter that guy is not here. Here. And, and reports say that you ran 82 kilometers. Where did you start the race if you were not allowed to participate? I started the race on the starting line. So now when I, I beat the cutoff clo- uh, over the police shot, when yeah. I'm going to the stadium, the directors, they come in these big cars. So now, Colani, you're going in the stadium, what's going on? I said, ah, no problem, I just respect your rules. So what must I do? So he said, if you want to get him in the car, I stop the car. I said, I'll stop the car for me, no problem. Because sometimes when you make a sport, you're supposed to have a discipline. I said, ah, no problem. I don't, because on that time, I have a 45 minutes to make that five kilometers. At least I know that five kilometers I make in 40 minutes and get in the stadium with a five minutes. So anyone that says you didn't start at the starting line is, is lying? I start on the starting line. Mm. I start there, but they didn't want to move to get inside there. Because on that time, they are there. They didn't want me inside there. I start there in front of them. They saw me, all of them. Mm. What time did you start, if I may ask? This year, I started half past 11 because it's raining on that time. Yeah, I remember it was raining. So you started at yes. half past 11, almost midnight. 
Yes. Sure, it's really incredible. Tolani, thank you so much for speaking to us. I do hope we chat more and get more clarity on this one because you're not actually the only the only athlete. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Fislebza. All right, we just really wanted to share your story and also let the public know what is happening during and hopefully we will get comrades to give us a comment because as much as they were following the rules, the question remains on how um, he was allowed to enter last year and why the the, the the rules weren't applied again this year. I say he's not the only one because there is another South African athlete, Balisa Manaleng, has been wanting to take part in the Comrades Marathon. She's currently um, a quad cyclist, currently an SA champ, um, has done the World Cup. She still cannot get a license to permit her to take part in the Comrades Marathon. So there is more to the story. Um, and I'm really happy that we spoke to Kolani. But let's shift gears now. We're going to be chatting all things cricket.